Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that will help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Wendy, and Wendy had a really fascinating UFO encounter in the Queensland town of Bundaberg. Wendy, welcome to the show. Okay. I am super excited because your UFO encounter happened in my neck of the woods. Anything that happens in Queensland um, gets me very, very excited, and your UFO encounter is one of the most unique ones that I've ever read. Are you able to take us back to, I guess, where this all started for you? Well, um, back in... 2012, um, I wanted to go watch the meteor shower, the Gemini meteor shower that happens around the 13th and 14th of December. And my friend had just moved to Moore Park just outside of Bundaberg. And um, I get excited telling the story, sorry. And um, she, um, she and her, she, Oh, such a amazing experience. I get tongue tied telling some <laughs> pieces of it. Sorry. No, you're doing um, you're doing great. I'm a bit nervous too. Um, she, we were sitting outside watching Gemini. I'm trying to shorten it down because there's a lot of things that happened. Um, at earlier that day, hang on a minute. Earlier that day, I had received messages like. Um, instant thoughts that weren't my own and um, that was the first time I'd experienced that and it's sort of, there was messages um, the first one was, thank you for your love, we are connected, follow the rainbow, it will shoot down So are these messages that are 
Is that like another voice in your head or something? Well, that's what I thought. I thought I was going crazy. And I repeated it back to my friend. She was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and then it was like, look out over the plane. And I looked over and I saw a bunch of birds flying in the sky. And they were fly- flying in a triangle formation. And it's probably something that you can see anytime, you know, you can see birds flying in that formation. But it was just, I received the message, look out over the plane. And I just looked out over past the sugarcane field and there they were just flying. And that one would pull out and change direction and they would all go side to side, like exactly at the same time. And I just sort of went, oh, well, that's amazing. You know, that was cool. And just sort of, that was it. That was the end of it. But later that night, we were watching the meteor shower and this huge comet came over the top of us, like huge meteor shower. Like it was so close. It came over. You could um, feel the reflection off your face. Like it was low, the meteor. It was huge. It was massive. It was good. There was no moon. So it was really they were really bright. There was a lot of them. It was amazing. It was my first meteor shower ever, the best one ever I've ever seen. And um, we got all excited about that. We were sitting down near a fire. The kids were asleep up in the up in the house, um, probably about um, maybe the yard was like half an acre. I'm not good with measurements, but we were sitting out in the middle of the yard around a little fire and um, the kids were up asleep in the house and um, and then we saw we'll just sort of settled down like that was amazing after that meteor flew past us and um, out sort of facing east um, this red light sort of came in and it went big and then went little and it sort of I didn't say anything and my friend said to me did you see that and I said yes I saw that and then you know you start eliminating planes and (laughs) you know what not all in the sort of that sort of thing and so then the way that it's changed shape it went from round to egg shape from red to orange and it got closer and closer (laughs) we're just sort of like sitting there like it's coming towards us it's coming and it basically was moving side to side, exactly how the birds were earlier that day that I told you about before, that they were moving and then it would go around and sort of, it wasn't a plane because of the way that it was moving and turning and all that type of thing. And then as it came in over the top of us, it was just above the treetops and it was um, triangular, um, black, but not black, but metallic, but not not that colour either and it was silent, there was no breeze, there was no noise, there was no wind, everything was quiet and we just sort of stood there. It felt like forever but it was probably just maybe a few minutes. So it was probably about the size of um, maybe like a station wagon sort of type thing just Floating above us, just like above the trees, just right there. And we sort of, we were crying, we were sort of happy, we were just sort of like, what the? Like, it's right there. And then um, it, it sort of started to move away, it's sort of like parallel to the road that was just out the front of my friend's house that sort of drove into the town of Moore Park. And um, as it sort of moved away, um, the back of it, three lights 
um, sort of appeared and then all of a sudden this blue flame just sort of shot out and it sort of just went sort of like a little, like as if it was pushed, like a push sound, like a hot air balloon, I guess, but not that loud. And, um, And then as quick as it was there, it was a star, like it was just, a moving star, and it, and then it was gone. It shot off. And I was, it shot off, and it just looked like a star. And we we tried to we watched it until we couldn't see it anymore. And well, then I went to step back after it just happened, and I did go sit down and process what we'd just seen. And um, my daughter, she was two at the time, um, she was standing right behind me, and. I don't know how she made it from the house to where I was without sort of looking because it was pitch black. It was like one in the morning. It was, you know, early in the morning. And um, I stood back and she, and I went, oh, I said, and I said, oh, darling, and I picked her up and she said, don't worry, mummy, they'll come back. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wow, that's a bit creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't know how, like, I still sort of wonder how she made it there without getting upset, but she had to do it in the dark because <laughs> she wasn't, a, she didn't like the dark. Yeah, wow. Um, I have some questions about the UFO, if you if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, yeah. So when you, you saw it from a distance there, you could see that it was, was it changing shape? Do you think there may have been multiple UFOs creating that illusion or, or something like that? I'm not sure. Like, I know what, well, I'm just glad that my friend was with me because I'm not the only one that's crazy. But we both saw it. But she actually, because I was looking at the way I was standing, I was looking straight up at it. She saw another ship as well. Really? But I was like, yeah, I was like glued to my spot, focused on that one. Wow. Okay. So there, so there's potentially two UFOs in that. In that situation, yes, yes, she saw she saw another one just by the angle she was standing at. That's uh, that's incredible because yeah, to to have one that kind of changes shape like that, it's I mean, it's not really unheard of. But in in my experience, interviewing people who have had these encounters, that's a that's probably a first for for the podcast here. So that's what makes me think maybe there was a couple of them in that in that vicinity, and when. It was over you. How how far away do you think that was? Just above the treetops. It was enough to see detail, but there was no light on it as it was hovering above us. And what it was detail? Just above the treetops, like backyard trees, you know, like gum trees. That's close, Wendy. Yeah, <laughs> real close, real close. I got a good look at it, but it was just dark. It was dark. It was just a dark cold. The light weren't didn't. There was no lights until it moved, started to move away, and then. It's sort of the three white lights at the back sort of appeared and then a blue sort of flame sort of turbosing sort of pushed it, propelled it forward and gone. (laughs) When it was above you, did you hear anything? Could you feel its presence there apart from just this, this UFO just floating above you? Was it giving off any heat or anything like that? There was no heat. I suppose there was a lot of things that happened up to, to that moment that connects it all together in a personal sort of like my own personal experience. 
Um, but there was no heat, there was no wind, there was no sound, there was nothing. There was just, it was just there. It was just there. <laughs> it just appeared. Do you remember what time you originally went outside to, to see this UFO? I started at 10. My friend put her son to sleep, but she fell asleep with him, as you do. And then she got up, um, I started at 10, she got up about maybe 12. We weren't drinking or anything, we are just sitting around the fire, like, watching the meteor shower because for the last two days because um 12 12 12 we were there for 12 12 12 and um we did a crystal grid because we're in, um we just did a crystal grid together and we were just meditating we're just having we're just having a great couple of days just chilling it was great because we've just moved on these two acres and it's like yeah no neighbors awesome and you think you maybe doing these these rituals and and stuff like that? Do you think that was maybe a little bit of a beacon for the for this encounter? Uh, depends. Depends. Um, I think it is. I believe that it was. Um, it depends on the person, but yeah, totally. <laughs> I do. Was there any detail to the UFO above you that you you might be able to share? Like, could you see if there was any openings or or anything like that? I was, it, I was, we were directly like we were under it. So um, you could only really see a dull outlook because it was dark as well. So um, it's, we didn't have torches or anything. Um, the fire had died down, but it was still, you know, hot coals. And there was no, no moon. So there was no moonlight. It was just complete darkness. So it was just there and it was, it's, it's shadow, but you could see it. Um, it. But it wasn't black. But it wasn't. It wasn't really a color that I can describe. It was dark. I I understand that, and I hear that a lot actually with UFO encounters, especially. Um, it seems to be with the triangle shaped ones that they seem to have this almost anti-reflective coating on them that make them really really hard to see against the night sky and i and i wonder if yeah. that's a, a technology thing or, or something like that thing perhaps, like it could have they could have even it could have not even been there in the physical maybe it was you know i don't know it could have it looked real to me and my friend we both seen it so and we've seen it enter like when it came in like when we first saw it it was a red circle and it just went really big like bringing having your finger far away from your face and then moving it close up to your eye and then right back again, like out arm's length. Like that's how fast it sort of came in big and then went little and then moved towards us red, then orange, then egg shape and just sort of moving the way the birds were sort of in that pattern. It was, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird, but it was amazing. <laughs> life-changing like we has this experience open up your mind to to other things yes yes definitely it was um it was my awakening to why i'm here like it was a big soul thing so hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, 
you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, I've connected with my star family and it's a big journey. It's still continuing and it's, it's a fun ride. <laughs> it definitely sounds like you've had a positive experience from this. Yeah, yeah, it's um, definitely, um, I, like, I'm connected with, um, strongly with three different star families and um, I, I've drawn my guides through art. I did a workshop with, uh, the wonderful Wanda Shipton, and um, it brought out my creative side and activated something. And um, that's always a good yeah. thing. I'm I'm very yeah, much a creative is. soul myself, and whenever something happens that boosts someone's creativity, I think that's a positive impact, and it's it's a good thing for not only the individual; it's great for the the world itself. It is, and um, everyone has this. Everyone has it. They just have to tap into it, and it usually happens through some some awakening or some out of this world or something that sort of triggers it. And this was my thing. So, but everyone else has their own experience and journey, but it still sort of leads us back to the same thing at the end of the day. I, I believe, anyway. So, Wendy, did you ever feel in danger in any of this? in this encounter at all? No, um, I was a bit, I was, I was a lot more um, tripped out that I sort of knew that it was going to come after receiving the messages. And then after it happening, I went back to my messages because I wrote everything down. And um, then I realized I connected the two. And, you know, I just, it all connected. I, I felt the connection anyway, like my like inside, like my body, something happened. <laughs> so my, I don't know, like I felt like as if you're taking a really big, deep breath and you just keep breathing it in and you, your heart, you're like your heart chakra and your chest area just explodes basically. And it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah, it sounds like it has a it's had a profound um, effect oh, on your on your yeah. outlook in life. Not just me, my friend as well. Um, we're both on. We've been through some stuff. Like it's not all good. Like there's good and bad. But you know, through our life, ups and downs. And but at the end of the day, yeah, it's profound and it's beautiful. Well, that's a, a series of questions that I was going to ask you there, Wendy, is did your friend have the same messages come to her? Did no. she, she didn't, nothing at all? No, no. I had um, started meditation um, just after my daughter was born after in 2010 and uh, my first meditation experience, um, I heard um, an angelic, um, sort of, I don't know, singing. I heard angelic singing in my meditation and I sort of woke up and I could still hear it. And I'm walking around like someone playing music. I thought I was, but it, it was, I could hear it. No one else could hear it. 
and um, I can see orbs and light, you know, little flashes of light and um, all sorts of things now. So, Is that only when um, you're meditating, though? Uh, no, it's when I'm awake as well. Really? So it just Yeah, yeah. It's just a normal thing now, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think so, you having this encounter has given you also a spiritual awakening, maybe to, yes, to things yes. in the paranormal world? Oh, definitely, definitely. Like the veils lifting, um, the higher you raise your frequency, um, the more your DNA changes and the more that you get, the, the more you can see. If that makes sense, <laughs> no, it it really does. I mean, I've I've spoken to a lot of people who have, um, I guess, explored the wonders of the paranormal, and everyone that I've spoken to have said the more you you look into this, the more you invite into your life. So it's something yeah, that you well, almost CE5s it's a catch twenty two. The CE5s are a big part of my life. Um, I didn't even know the CE five protocols and tools when this happened. What is that? So, um, close encounter of the fifth kind. It's a human initiated contact. Okay. So you go out, you go out into the field, and um, you you with a group of people. It's like better the more the people, and it's just meditation with um, and you play crop circles. You a marker for um, them to sort of get where you are, and they'll show up. I'll show up, but I tend not to have to use that anymore. I just have the intention, send it out, like, you know. So are you saying you have the ability to summon UFOs now? Everyone does. Everyone does. It's not summoning them. It's sometimes they don't show up at all. It's just uh, meditation. It's um, Dr. Stephen Greer. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, it's I haven't, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I've got his books and all that type of thing. So, yeah, it's just a certain, but it's a big, um, I'm on, he's on, it's all on Facebook. There's a big community of the E5 people all around the world. So essentially what that is, is the, I guess, people like yourself making contact with these, these, I don't know, are they, do you call them beings? Do you call them ships? Well, um, I call them star family because I have connection. Like, it goes deeper than that. I won't get into it. But um, I have connections with Arcturians. I have connections with the Syrians just in the way that um, they've come through and guided me through since um, 2012, since that has happened. And do you find that your, I guess, I don't know if abilities are the right word for this, but do you find that you're getting better and better at, I guess, making contact with these things? It's easier for me because I'm not, um, there's no, like I've um, worked hard um, on myself, the way that you filter your thoughts, you know, all that type of, you've got to reprogram yourself. You've got to sort of, you've got to reprogram your thoughts, the way that you think, everything that you've learnt, like um, from society, you know, all the <laughs> all the stuff that doesn't really matter. It, you've got to filter that out and just go with your gut, your intuition. So you've um, basically got a, a greater sense of clarity in your life now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can, I'm starting to hear, like I'm starting to 
um, develop, like, I guess you could say, clear audience. I'm not really, I don't have a mentor. I'm just feeling my way through this. And there's a whole community out there that um, is all going through the same thing, exactly the same thing. So, Have you ever considered yeah. reaching out to a, a psychic or in a paranormal investigation group to potentially hone your skills further? Uh, no, I would love to get hypnotised to go back to that moment of when it was above me, like the UFO was hovering above me, to see if there was any lost time or to see how long it was I was actually there and see if anything else happened. Do you? What do you think happened um, there? Do you think in your gut you got know. taken? No, I, I think it was some sort of activation because our, both of our lives have completely changed. Um, Does your friend now, do the same type of um, things that you do now? No, she's she's gone different parts. She she does crystal gridding, um, and she does crystal personal crystal crystal grids for people, and um, and it's it's all about healing, really, because if everyone just um, oh, it's hard to describe. <laughs> um, we just have to um, find our gift, our talent. Because I've sort of I'm Reiki master. After everything that's happened, I've I've um, a Reiki master. Um, I've been doing relaxation massage for a year now. So it's all we. I've sort of gone to the healing side of just touch and. Um, and she's gone to the crystal gridding side and does, um, you know, intuitive messages through that. She gets her own messages through her own guides for different things every day. She works with her guides all the time. Okay, so, that's that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, so that's sort of, yeah, and we sort of, I don't know, I delve in sort of tarot. I, I like to dabble in that, but not, not officially. <laughs> Just little things, you know. Just kind of testing the waters, seeing what works yeah, for you. Yeah, well, it's great tools, great tools for you, for yourself to grow. Like you don't have to read tarot for everybody. You can do it for yourself and then trust your intuition of what you say and then later on, it, you know, you can, you know, it something comes up and it's like, oh, that's right because the cards this and, you know, and that scenario happens, so... So, Wendy, what do you think you saw that night? Do you is it a UFO? Do you think it may have been military tech? Do you think it's something from out of this oh, world? I'm not sure if it's military. Like it doesn't, uh, it doesn't didn't feel like it. I didn't feel threatened. Nothing happened. But just the way that it entered, nothing. It, it was not man made. I guess I don't know. But military can mimic them too. So, and you you obviously had a a positive experience with this. Um, yeah, I didn't see any beings, but I experienced um, uh, sort of hearing, like as I said before, I, I heard like it could be complete silence, and all of a sudden I could hear a song. It's weird. My ears will feel like that um, they're blocking up. And then I'll, the uh, music will be played. And this was, I couldn't, it didn't play long enough for me to hear what the song was, but I could hear it. And there was no music being played. It was There was no music on. Everyone was asleep. That was just 
yeah, <laughs> just little things like that. But now, seven years later, it's like it's I'm a little bit more um, like if it happens, I just uh, listen to it, write it down. It's just like a dream, you know, wake up, write my dream down, all that type of thing. I've had the dream where all the UFOs are in the sky and so has heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps of other people as well. So it's good to have um, a community that's, you know, like-minded and has the same experiences. And even better, some people go on board. So I don't go on board, but I don't think. Is that something that you think so, yeah. you, you you might try later on? Um, I don't know how to try it. Like I'm just sort of plodding along, sort of, Whatever happens, happens. But, you know, I'm always grounding myself. I'm always making sure that, you know, there's... Because um, where there's light, there's dark. So where there's good, there's bad. So I'm always protecting myself. So, yeah. And that's Not probably sure. for the best there, Wendy, because, I mean, when you open these these gates, I mean, you don't know what exactly is out there and what you're going to be letting in. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Because while the Victorians, everyone comes in from another sort of soul family, so it's all connected. So, yeah. Yeah, there's, it's not, because I'm more galactic than, I guess it's paranormal, but I like to call it galactic because it's more up there than down here. But they're all here too, so in a way, we all are. It's all connected in, in some weird way, isn't it? Well, we're all one. We're all one. So it's all back goes back to the universe and all that type of thing. So, yeah. Well, Wendy, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your encounters with us. They're, they're truly fascinating. And I haven't had anyone that's had anything like this happen. So it's it's really great that you've come on the show to, to share those encounters. Thank you for having a show so people can share their experiences because I know it's been seven years and I've I've sort of held back. I only, you know, I only tell a few people, but it's like, nah, it's time. <laughs> it's time. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.